This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, yeah. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me. And to take you up the noon here on this Sunday edition of Overtime. Plenty to get to. It's been an eventful weekend in the sports world. I've been having a good weekend. I was out at Cap on Arena last night uh, to watch the Wizards in action. I will talk about the Wiz as the show rolls on. Josh Robbins, who covers the team uh, for the Athletic, is set to join us at about 11.15. I will ask Josh the latest on the D.C. family. Tough loss last night against the Toronto Raptors. No time to talk about it, though. They're right back in action tonight, uh, taking on arguably the hottest team in all of basketball. Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, and the Milwaukee Bucks will travel to Cap 1 Arena tonight. Uh, They're on the second half of a back-to-back as well. They had their 16-game winning streak snapped last night in Philadelphia uh, at the hands of the 76ers. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see, you know, short rest, travel schedule. Will, you know, Coach Mike Budenholzer, you know, Rest some of his starters. I know Giannis Antetokounmpo has been in and out of the lineup as of late, uh, dealing with the thumb injury. But nonetheless, huge game uh, for Washington later on today at Cap One Arena. It's a 7.30 tip-off uh, over at the vault. That's what I'm calling it, by the way. Somebody tweeted at me yesterday uh, during the game. It was like the vault got invaded or broken into. And I said, yeah, it's funny to say when they lose. But look, uh, plenty to get to, though, here on this Sunday edition of Overtime, the Combine. Uh, it was yesterday, and we saw the quarterbacks get to throw and, and, and do their on-field workouts. Anthony Richardson obviously still in the show. We get more on the quarterbacks from Indianapolis uh, at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. Kyle Stackpole, uh, NFL draft writer for CBSSports.com, uh, is set to join us. He'll give us the latest on his thoughts from Indianapolis and more about the quarterbacks. Really just a super-duper strong day for all the guys, really. Uh, Anthony Richardson, the one that, you know, steals the show, sets the combine record uh, for quarterback vertical, and then runs a 4-4-40 at 244 pounds. Just absolute cyborg material. He's going to be a steal uh, for whoever ends up selecting him uh, in next month's draft. The NBA uh, had some big games last night as well, but the big story uh, from the National Basketball Association over the weekend is Ja Morant. Uh, The star guard for the Memphis Grizzlies suspended at least the next two games uh, by the Memphis Grizzlies for flashing a gun on his Instagram live. And as I'm looking 
and I get the notification on my phone and I see what's going on and folks play the Instagram live video back on social media, man, just disappointing. I don't even think begins to truly outline and underscore how I feel about the situation, man. It's just never a good look whenever you're putting yourself in that type of situation, being a star athlete of his caliber, uh, kids looking up to you. It's never a good look uh, for you to be behaving like that. And and the sad thing about it is for John Morant, this isn't the first time we've seen him in a sticky situation. Uh, The folks over at The Athletic had a report that came out two, three weeks ago and basically was accusing John Morant's entourage for flashing or pointing a beam in their face through a vehicle, uh, the beam suspected to be from a gun. Uh, That was after an Indiana Pacers game a couple months back. So, you know, John Morant already kind of in hot water and people already kind of looking at him in his entourage sideways based on some of the reports that have come out. But those stories were different because it was never, it was never allegedly John Morant. Then we had this other story come out about John Morant. I don't even want to get out of order with this, but this was, I saw this a couple of days ago. John Morant basically uh, was called to a footlocker by his mom um, because she was having issue with the cashier. And when John Morant showed up, uh, he showed up, of course, with his entourage and threatened to beat up the footlocker employee. And he eventually ends up, you know, writing a statement and going to the police station. And we don't know what actually, you know, was the fallout from that situation, but Bottom line is, John Morant, somebody of his magnitude, to be in sticky situations like this constantly, not only is it untimely, but it's disappointing. And then this is where my frustration kind of lies yesterday with the situation. Um, obviously, John Morant having to release a statement, of course, like any like anybody in that situation would have to do, but... The only thing that I'm not liking it is, is it seems like, and I know this is a very touchy subject, it seems like John Morant in his statement yesterday uh, basically was trying to blame his mental health uh, for the reason as to why he was on Instagram live flashing guns. And I just don't think, well, all the people dealing with mental health issues in this world, man, I, I don't think that is... Uh, I don't think that's a valid excuse for some of the behavior we've seen from John Morant. This is a full statement uh, from John Morant released yesterday. It says, quote, I take full responsibility for my actions last night. I'm sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis, and the entire Grizzlies organization for letting you down. I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being, end quote. Now, Obviously, I understand the way PR works. I'm a media member. Obviously, this statement has to be framed to where it paints Ja in a good light and it shows him having remorse for the situation. I do think it definitely seems like he's remorseful based on the statement, but we'll see based on his actions moving forward. It's disappointing, though, because the Grizzlies right now playing some of the best basketball in all of the NBA. Uh, They're one of the top three seeds uh, in the Western Conference. They're actually the two seed out West. And like I said, really playing good ball. And it's a young group. They've got a really interesting cast of characters on that roster. Dylan Brooks, one of the most feistiest guys in the league. 
Jaron Jackson Jr., one of the best up-and-coming bigs in basketball, and then Desmond Bain, uh, their 3-and-D specialist, another kid, another young member of this Grizzly squad. And when you hear Jalen Rose had some really candid thoughts, uh, John, if, we can, if you could dig that up for me, Jalen Rose had some really interesting thoughts yesterday uh, on John Morant in the entire situation because Jalen, uh, as you'll hear in the clip, really was able to relate to job because he's been in situations like that before. And Stephen A. Smith has some candid thoughts about it as well. The Allen Iverson comparison is what I'm seeing a lot. You know, if you all remember back in AI's heyday, he was trouble in, in the early portion of his career. And Stephen A. Smith was one of the first media members to really try to understand Allen Iverson and welcome him with open arms instead of trying to tear down his character and it seems like in this situation with Ja Moran, it's not – I don't get the sense that people are trying to attack Ja. I think it's more of a disappointment level that we have with him because we understand just how much he has to lose. Like Allen Iverson, Ja Morant right now is one of the young faces of basketball. Powerade, uh, the sports drink company, relaunched and has Ja Morant as its feature athlete. Remember, LeBron James has done stuff with Powerade. Dwight Howard's done stuff with Powerade. The Olympics in USA Basketball was sponsored by Powerade at one point. So the fact that they're trying to relaunch and rebrand with Ja Morant as the face of their marketing and the face of their rebrand, and he's going out doing stupid stuff like this, it's discouraging, man. And it really is tough to see. Um, you hope that, you know, some time away from Ja Morant is good for him and he's able to reflect, but... The big issue that a lot of folks are having and based on some of the stories that have come out in the recent weeks and months about John Morant and who he's hanging around, look, man, all your life, John Morant, you worked and put in countless hours in the gym and gave blood, sweat, and tears to make it out of your situation, right? To get out, to make it. Now you're in a situation where you've worked hard enough and you've earned this responsibility that you have as being the leader of your family. People are dependent on you at this point. And it's not only about your family, it's about the kids that look up to you. Whether you accept the responsibility or not, when you are a megastar the way John Morant is, whether you want the attention or not, you are going to have a microscope on you. People are going to constantly be watching and documenting your every move. You can't move like an average cat. So to see the Instagram live yesterday and he's waving a gun, disappointing, man. Disappointing because I'm thinking like this. Well, damn, who is in his inner circle? Who's got John Morant's ear? Who does John Morant lean on when he's got tough decisions to make? Because clearly that person either doesn't exist or wasn't around yesterday uh, when that was going on or when that Instagram live was posted. Because somebody's got to get in his ear and say, bruh, do better. Jalen Rose uh, yesterday was speaking on NBA Countdown and had some very interesting thoughts uh, about Ja Morant. Like, you guys have got a chance to see me grow up for public consumption since 1991. And I've been involved in drug raids. I've survived assassination attempts. I've been that undisciplined young person that was trying to figure out how to be famous, how to be successful, 
and how to change the dynamics of my family. The one thing that young people have to understand, and in John Morant's case, when you first get drafted, you go from being a member of the family, a member of the crew, to being the leader, to being the breadwinner. And first and foremost, I hear a lot of people talking about like his family and his crew. When you the leader, it's on you because you end up searching that lifestyle. You end up wanting to be down. And what I had to learn is that people come into your life for four reasons, to add, subtract, multiply, or divide. You have to choose wisely. He has way too much to lose. Trust me, I've been that young player carrying a gun. And Will Bond alluded to this. When you start waving it, that could get you killed. That, that ain't, that's, that's, a, that's an entirely different thing than we're talking about a superstar athlete should be putting themselves in position. And as Stephen A. mentioned, that's him on the video, on his IG Live. Ain't nobody coaxing him. Ain't nobody got a, 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 ain't nobody egging him on to do that. That's a personal choice. It's uh, Jalen Rose yesterday speaking on the Ja Morant situation. If you're just joining us, Ja Morant suspended for at least the next two games. Going to be away from the Memphis Grizzlies after he was caught waving a gun on his Instagram live. Uh, Jalen Rose with some just real candid thoughts right there. And I completely agree with what Jalen was saying. And part of this really is what got me. This part is really what got me. When you are the leader of your group in this situation, when you are the breadwinner, I agree with Jalen, it is in a sense on you because you worked this hard to get away from that lifestyle. So to find yourself making it in prime position and then still subjecting yourself to that same type of behavior and same type of lifestyle, uh, it's a tough thing to stomach, man. And I hope John Morant uh, is able to get this thing together, man, because the dude's too talented to, to have his NBA future go to waste like this. We've seen stories like this before, man. Just hoping for the best for John Morant uh, in his inner circle, man, because he's got to get this thing together. The kid's too talented. Uh, we're just getting rolling here, though, on this Sunday edition of Overtime. Youngest in charge, Will and Willingham. Taking you up the noon, you know how I get down. It's the People Show. Tap in with me all show long. One of three ways. MGM, National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open. 1-800-636-1067. You can tweet at me as well. At N-E-L-L underscore BTP. It's the same handle on Instagram as well. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll switch things over to the gridiron. Ron Rivera was speaking uh, to the folks over at Pro Football Focus last week and had some interesting things to say about the direction of quarterback. We'll let you hear that next, Mr. Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Just getting rolling here on this Sunday edition of Overtime. Youngest in charge, Wilma Linnell Willingham, taking you up the noon as we recap the weekend that was in the sports landscape. A couple news and notes here on the calendar here locally. The Wizards in action tonight. Second game of a back-to-back. They're at home uh, playing host to Giannis Antetokounmpo in the Milwaukee Bucks. That one set the tip uh, at, I believe, 7.30 from Cap One Arena. A pregame coverage gets going to 7 o'clock over on our sister station, the Team 980. Dave Johnson and Glenn Consor get you going uh, for the radio party. Want to keep things on the gridiron right now, though. Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington Commanders, has been doing his rounds uh, out at the Combine, doing different types of media availability, and everybody continues to ask the same question when they talk to Ron Rivera. Coach, what is the plan at quarterback moving forward? What I did was I talked to every one of our coordinator candidates about him specifically. Okay. Just so everybody knew how we saw him, how we feel about him, and that we think he has the opportunity, the chance, and the ability to, uh, to, to be the starting quarterback. But we weren't giving him anything. And so one of the things we talked about, too, was once we've done that, we've got to make sure we go out and find competition, veteran competition, guys that's going to come in and compete and push him, and maybe, who knows, maybe win the job, but at the same time, be there to compete. And if he doesn't get it, we got to believe that this guy uh, enough is going to go out. And then what he's going to do is he's going to ex- accept, you know, the, the situation that he is the backup. And, and that's what you're going to have to do. Now, again, I, I'm not precluding this guy the opportunity, if he does come in, whether it be Taylor or somebody else, that they can win that job. A lot to unpack from Ron Rivera. That was him talking to the folks over at Pro Football Focus about the plan at the quarterback position moving forward. Now, Ron alluded to it, uh, and he referred to him as he, talking about Sam Howell. The plan was pretty much since divisional weekend of the playoffs. Ron Rivera, like you said there, was telling every offensive coordinator candidate that they interviewed that rookie fifth-round pick Sam Howell 
was going to get the first crack uh, at being Washington's starting quarterback in 2023. Now, the reason this audio and that sound was so interesting to me is that Ron has been very consistent uh, in, in regards to his messaging about the quarterback position moving forward. Sam Howell's been listed as the guy, and Ron has been very adamant that they want to bring in a veteran option to compete. Now, in that soundbite, though, this is the first time we've ever heard Ron Rivera talk about the potential of Sam Howell not winning the job. And it got me thinking, if he doesn't win the job, isn't that pie in the face of the entire regime over in Washington? What veteran does Ron Rivera think he's going to be able to bring in that should be able to beat out Sam Howell? It's a multi-layered situation when you talk about what Washington actually is going to do at the quarterback position. This is, to me, a stark contrast from the way they handled the quarterback situation last year. They went out and told anybody who would listen, hey, look, we are interested in acquiring an upgrade at the quarterback position. They even called the Kansas City Chiefs and asked about Patrick Mahomes. This is very different now because all offseason long, they have been very adamant that, hey, look, Sam Howe is going to get the opportunity. Sam Howe is going to get the first crack at it. And you know what? I know you all say I like to stir things up. You call me a shock jock. I'm calling poppycock. I'm calling poppycock on Ron Rivera when he talks about Sam Howe being the guy going into 2023. Hear me out here. Ron Rivera going into year four of a five-year deal has missed the postseason in two of his first three seasons on the job. Next year, a lame duck year for Ron Rivera. With the impending sale of this team, his job security has never been more uncertain. So to think that Ron Rivera, in year four of a five-year deal, is going to hitch his wagon to a kid that's got one career start? Are we really buying that? I'm not. And it's crazy because ever since really the end of season game or the late season game against Houston, after Taylor Heineke completely crapped on himself, I was calling for Sam Howe then. But it didn't make too much sense at that point because the next game after Houston was Philadelphia. And, of course, everyone was so fearful of starting Sam Howe on a Monday night game on the road against the best team in football. Guess what? If he's really going to be your quarterback moving forward, he's going to have to play in big-time tough games. And he proved that in Week 18 against Dallas. But, man, I just I find it very difficult to believe that Ron Rivera is willing to hitch his wagon to Sam Howell in a do-or-die situation, right? That's like, let's, let's use real people terms here. Let's say our program director here, Chris Kennard, said, Linnell, you have... One show to prove that you are the best host on both of these airwaves. That's like me, no offense, choosing Lindsey John as my producer for that. A part-timer, somebody who's inexperienced, doesn't have a lot of miles on him, so to speak. That's not putting myself in the best position to be successful in this big-time moment. Lindsey John is awesome. But I'd probably choose one of the full-time producers, somebody who's got more experience. This is the same situation with Ron Rivera knowing that you don't have any type of job security. 
for you to go into year four of a five-year deal with no other option at the quarterback position other than Sam Howell? Call him poppycock on that. That, I find that very, very difficult uh, to believe. One thing that Ron Rivera did talk about in that soundbite was the opportunity and potential of Sam Howell losing the job to a veteran quarterback. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, I want to look at some veteran options at the quarterback position for the Washington Commanders. Who could Ron and company be bringing in to compete with Sam Howe? We'll look at some of those names next as the fan. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We've got to make sure we go out and find competition, veteran competition, guys that's going to come in and compete and push them, and maybe, who knows, maybe win the job, but at the same time, be there to compete, and if he doesn't get it, we got to believe that this guy uh, enough is going to go out, and then what he's going to do is he's going to accept you know, the, the situation that he is the backup, and, and that's what you're going to have to do. Now, again, I, I'm not precluding this guy the opportunity, if he does come in, whether it be Taylor or somebody else, that they can win that job. As head coach Ron Rivera speaking last week to the folks over at Pro Football Focus about Washington's plan at the quarterback position. And I want to get into that into more detail here because all offseason long, we've heard the very same consistent message from Ron Rivera about the team's plan at the quarterback position. Sam Howe, the rookie fifth-round pick from last year, is going to get every opportunity to go out and win that job. But in that soundbite, when Ron speaking to the folks at Pro Football Focus, that was the first time all offseason that we've ever heard Ron Rivera personally come out and say, you know, there's a chance that Sam Howe does lose this job. And it got me thinking, what type of veteran options should Washington be looking to bring in at the quarterback position? Now, I've already said this. In any scenario where, barring injury, any scenario barring injury that Sam Howell isn't the week one starter and he loses this quarterback competition to a veteran, that is the absolute 
Worst case scenario for this franchise. 110%. But who they bring in, I think, is going to tell a lot about their confidence level in Sam Howe. Because there's some very intriguing options that Washington has at their disposal. Obviously, they're not going to be in on the big fish like a Derek Carr because financially it just doesn't make sense. But there are some other names on this list that are very, very intriguing. Marcus Mariota is what I'll start with. Uh, The young man that was the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons last year. He started 13 games for for Atlanta last year. 13 passing touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns, nine interceptions. He is somebody that if you have to go with him as your starter for 18 weeks, you're probably not that good of a football team. So if Sam Howe can't beat out Marcus Mariota, I think that says more about Sam Howe than it does about Washington's plan at the quarterback position. Now, everything you've heard about Sam Howe this offseason has been positive. They have been singing his praises ever since that Week 18 finale against Dallas. And, of course, me per usual, blood pressure sky high, I've been drinking the Kool-Aid. I got to be bought in. I'm a fan first. I always say this. I'm 110% bought in for Sam Howe because that is the best path for success moving forward for Washington is to have a quarterback on a rookie deal and to insulate the rest of this roster around him. But that requires Sam Howe showing he's got the goods. Now, we think, based on what we saw week 18 against Dallas, that, yeah, he does have the goods. But I keep going back to this. Ron Rivera... Year four of a five-year deal. The impending sale of this team's got his job security up in limbo. Why in the hell would he go into this uber-important season with Sam Howell as the guy? It's not like they can't get anyone else. It's not like they can't go after a Derek Carr. It's not like they can't go after a Jacoby Brissett. It's not like they can't go after an Andy Dalton, a Mike White. But based off what Ron Rivera is saying, the guy that they bring in as the backup is going to be given every opportunity to compete for the starting job. The question is, who do we want that to be? 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. You heard the audio from Ron Rivera. Based off what you've heard, Who are some intriguing veteran options you'd like to see Washington bring in at the quarterback position? I've given you Marcus Mariota. The name that I really have at the top of my list, who I will be floored and over the moon for, is Jacoby Brissett. And here's why. Jacoby Brissett last year, as the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, had that team in prime position. It wasn't Jacoby Brissett's fault that the Browns were faltering last year. Their defense wasn't playing worth a damn. And offensively, they were still trying to figure out who they were. But Jacoby Brissett, on multiple occasions last year, showed that, hey, look, I can play. I still got it. I'm a dude. The game I really want to point to for Jacoby Brissett is their 32-13 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. And Jacoby Brissett in that football game exemplified every reason why I want him here in Washington. 17 of 22, 
278 yards and a touchdown. The kid can sling the rock. And everywhere Jacoby Brissett's been, the coaching staff, the teammates, they sing his praises. Everywhere Jacoby Brissett's been all year long, the coaching staff sings his praises. This is a guy that's got a track record of being a great teammate. A guy that's okay with being a backup. Now, I'm not saying I want Jacoby Brissett to come in here and concede the job to Sam Howe, but I am saying this. I understand the fact that Ron Rivera wants this veteran quarterback to come in here and give it everything he's got. Because the one thing that I think maybe we're not talking about enough is the slight possibility that, hey, look, maybe Sam Howe isn't the guy. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's tough. Jacoby Brissett, like I said, is the guy that's at the top of my list. Who's at the top of yours? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BCP. Ron's in D.C. What's going on, Ron? Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, well, you know, uh, you, we've been talking about this for the last few weeks since he's announced that, you know, he's going to give Sam Howell a chance. And my thing is, is that, I mean, what other choice does he have? Because again, with this, with the with the um, situation with the ownership change, he does his hands are tied. I don't think any, I don't think Dan or will allow him to go out and make a big swing at quarterback. So what he needs to do is he needs to lean into the Sam Howell situation and allow him to, you know, really be the guy. He's a ride or die guy because otherwise, if he gets a clearance rack quarterback that takes the job, as you said, he might as well resign. I mean, yeah. he might as well resign because that would show everybody that he has no freaking idea what he has been doing with the quarterback position. Yeah. Hey, Ron, I, I appreciate the call, man. This is uh, it's a situation where, like we've been saying, this decision that Ron is going to ultimately make and who he brings in, as the backup, is going to shape the future of this franchise, potentially. Because I do believe, despite what a lot of folks out there may think, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Ron Rivera gets canned at season's end. I think he is in complete control of his own coaching future here in Washington. Because there are some avenues to me in which you have to keep Ron Rivera. One of which is if you punch your ticket to the postseason. How do you justify getting rid of Ron Rivera if he gets this team to qualify for the playoffs? The other scenario to me in which you can't let Ron Rivera go is if Sam Howell turns into a legitimate option at the quarterback position moving forward. I've already given my piece on him. His ceiling, to me, talking about Sam Howell, is being a top 10 to 12 quarterback in this league. That's his ceiling to me. What I think he'll actually be next year, if he gets the chance to start with this supporting cast, with this defense, I think he's got the chance to be a top 14 to 16 quarterback or top 16 to 18 quarterback. And think about how close Washington was to punching their ticket to the playoffs last year. That's all you really need is average play at the quarterback position. I don't know, man. 
The only reservation I have about this entire situation is I still can't get past the fact that Ron Rivera is going to go with Sam Howell as the guy moving forward. I want to hear from you guys. Let's take the temperature of the Burgundy and Gold fan base. MGM National Harbor listener lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Ron Rivera has come out and said, Sam Howell is going to get every chance to be this team's starting quarterback next year. But he also mentioned the fact that he wants to bring in a veteran that can really push Sam Howell for the job. So much so that he may even end up winning the job. We'll go through some more veteran options at the quarterback position for Washington. Plus, coming up at the top of the hour, Kyle Stackpole, NFL draft analyst for CBS Sports, is set to join us. All that and more next here on The Fan. Coming up in about 12 minutes, Kyle Stackpole, lead draft analyst at CBSSports.com, is set to join us. He'll give us the latest from the NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis. We'll talk quarterback uh, with Kyle Stackpole as well. Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback, putting on a damn clinic yesterday. 6'4", 242, 244 pounds, 4'4", 40, and then breaks the NFL combine record for quarterbacks when it comes to the vertical jump. Uh, he's going to be a steal for whoever's able to get their hands on him uh, in next month's draft. We'll ask Kyle about Anthony Richardson and all the other uh, quarterback prospects coming out in next month's draft. Uh, Linnell Willingham here with you on this Sunday edition of Overtime, taking you up to 12 o'clock uh, before we dish the rock to our coverage of Nats spring training. Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler are talking Nats and taking your calls live from spring training. Uh, starting at 6 o'clock. They'll also be joined uh, by special Nationals guest Cade Cavalli. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, that's coming up at 6 o'clock with Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. Nats and Astros uh, in spring training action. Uh, first pitch for that one is set for 1 o'clock. Uh, we'll continue to talk all things Burgundy and Gold. I want to take your calls, though. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You've heard the audio that Ron Rivera that we played earlier from Ron Rivera talking about Washington's playing at the quarterback position. It's the first time all offseason he's alluded to the fact that maybe whatever veteran option they bring in, maybe he ends up beating Sam Howell for the job. The question I have for you all is what do you think Washington should do in terms of a veteran option at the quarterback position? I've given you some of mine. Jacoby Brissett is my really pick of the litter the guy that I really would be most comfortable rocking with. And I think when you look at Jacoby Brissett and his skill set and the things that you hear about him in other locker rooms and how great of a teammate he is, I think it serves as the perfect mentor and backup uh, for Sam Howell if he comes in here 
uh, and can't win the job. Our man Willis M. Streets tweets at me and says, Linnell agreed Jacoby Brissett would be my choice. Uh, he can run EB's system and push Sam Howell. I completely agree. Uh, Taylor Heineke is another name that was brought up by Ron Rivera in that soundbite. I've already given my piece on this a couple of times. Get Taylor Heineke as far away from here as possible. It's over. There's no more need for Taylor Heineke. The only advantage that Taylor Heineke had the past three seasons here in D.C. is the fact that he was well-versed in Scott Turner's offense. And you all probably underestimate how big of an impact that had on him. That allows him to throw with anticipation, touch, and timing. And you know what that does? That mitigates and lessens the effect of his weak-ass arm. Because he knows where the football's supposed to go. And Eric Bieniemy's system, he's not going to have six years of prior experience running the same thing. He's not going to be able to throw with touch, anticipation, and timing. The one thing that Taylor Heineke constantly talked about is he felt like he hasn't been having to think at the quarterback position. Well, guess what? When you got to learn a brand new system, you're going to have to think. MGM at National Harbor Listener Lines wide open, 1-800-636-1067. Danny is in Bowie. What's going on, Danny? Hey, man. Thanks for taking my call first off. Good morning. Yes, sir. Um, Here we go again. We're back in this weird conundrum where I I feel for the first time in a very long time we've had a solid team in, in our skilled positions. Uh, you could talk iffy about the line, but I think we've done it before. We've... we've why not just go splash big money at Jimmy Garoppolo, big money at Aaron Rodgers, see what's there. At this point, the way this quarterback carousel has been going since Kirk Cousins left, what can it hurt? Jimmy Garoppolo, Danny? Porn star barring Jimmy? the injury, barring the, his injury history, I mean, the guy can ball. I, I understand I what you're we saying. Have, I, but I think you, we have the Danny. wide receivers. Sorry, sir. No, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. I feel we have the receivers to help him. I agree with that. But do you understand that it's going to cost you $35 million I, plus dollars to sign Jimmy Garoppolo? That's more than you paid Carson Wentz last year. And the big Absolutely, thing, and you're correct. <laughs> but at this point, what can it hurt? Where, what can I'm, it hurt? You've got to build out I, the rest one of the roster. Are you, are you going to come play left retread. tackle? Are you going to come play left I, tackle? At this point, they might as well give me a shot, man. <laughs> the way this well. team has been for 20 years, they might as well give me a shot. Uh, you know, coach, I'm a JV player from high school. Couldn't make it to varsity <laughs> hey, my where, senior where, where year. Where did you go to high school at, man? High Point High School. High Point. Stand up, man. I appreciate the call, Danny. That's interesting. Jimmy Garoppolo, well, I don't even refer to him as Jimmy Garoppolo. I refer to him as porn star Jimmy. He's somebody I'm completely out on. Yeah, I'm 100% agree. I think Jacoby Brissett, for the price that you would get him versus Jimmy G, I'd rather have you, like – and Jacoby's the better player. I, I 100% agree. I mean, you look at Jimmy G's stats, you know, because our goal is to get to the playoffs. He's the worst fourth-quarter playoff quarterback ever. Wow. He, his QBR is lower than if you were to spike the ball into the ground every single play. Well, there you go. Lindsey John coming off the top rope with great nuggets. But look, Jimmy Garoppolo to me, I was out on Jimmy Garoppolo when Julian Edelman, the former Patriots wide receiver, told a story about him, basically saying that, Jimmy Garoppolo was limited during the week of practice. It was Jimmy and Jacoby Brissett. This is when they were both in New England. He was injured in the week of practice, and Jacoby Brissett was injured as well. But everyone knew that Jacoby's injury was more severe than Jimmy's. All week long, Julian Edelman and the receivers thought that Jimmy G was going to be the starting quarterback, 
He shows up to Gillette on Sunday, says, nah, I'm not playing today. And Jacoby Brissett, dealing with a dislocated thumb on his throwing finger, I believe, uh, ends up leading the team to victory on that day. And it was at that moment I was like, nah, I'm good on uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, but I love me some Jimmy Brissett, uh, Jacoby Brissett. You want somebody that's tough at that position, somebody that's got moxie. And everything you hear from his teammates and coaches, Jacoby Brissett's a dude, man. John's in Herndon. What's going on, John? Hey, Lynette, how you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Okay, so let's go over this right quick, Lynette. Mm-hmm. We don't want Jimmy G, porn star. <laughs> no porn we don't star want, Jimmy. No, sir. We don't we, we don't want no retread Derek Carr. Can't get Aaron Rodgers. We really don't want Marcus Mariola. We don't want Cherry Ter- Ter- uh, Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. I'll go with Jacoby Bissett, like you said. And yeah. the thing about uh, Sam Howe, uh, Linnell, is that he can make the throws. He can throw. He got a good arm. I totally agree. And and he knows how to not hold the ball long looking for somebody to break open and look for receivers. He's going to take off and run, run out of bounds or run up the middle and slide down. I like that about him. Thank I, you for taking I, my I call. I love everything about Sam Howe, and I appreciate the call, John. I, I think we were all able to see it in that Week 18 game against Dallas. He's not your typical fifth-round pick, right? There's a lot of meat on the bone, so to speak, and I can't wait to see him in combination with Eric Bietemi to see if they can get the most out of Sam Howe. Because remember, going into his junior season, a lot of folks thought he was going to end up being the number one pick in that draft class. Obviously, we all know the story. Graduates weapons, graduates running backs, offensive linemen get hurt, and Sam Howe had to play a completely different brand of football. Moving forward, though, with the cast of weapons that Washington has at the skill skill uh, spots and the money that they're going to have to upgrade this offensive line, to me, I would go with Sam Howe, but I just don't know if it makes sense necessarily with the timeline that Ron Rivera's on. I will take a quick timeout. When we come back, Kyle Stackpole, draft analyst for CBSSports.com, is set to join us. He'll give us the latest around Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine. All that and more next. This is the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 